Welcome to episode 455 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'll be sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all uh, for being here and listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds or if you listen on the Trouble Minds radio network. KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. I always want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, and Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the show and putting it up on the, on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. You can also uh, check out some books I've written, uh, Paranormal Fiction and Nonfiction, over on Amazon. With another one I uh, just finished as far as the rough draft, well, basically the the, the writing part of the book and the editing on my end. Um, and I uh, hopefully will have... More details on that uh, early next month. And um, you can also uh, join the Patreon. Uh, there you'll get one extra show per month, at least. Uh, probably just one for a while anyway. Um, and it'll be a true paranormal stories from the web show, just like tonight. Uh, and that can be um, that's available to any membership tier over there. Uh, there's four tiers, but they all get you the same thing. And uh, so it's just another way to support the show. Uh, if you'd like to just make a one-time donation, there are that um, uh, you can do that through PayPal and Venmo. Uh, again, um, help is never expected, but always appreciated. If you like the show, there are uh, ways you can help out with expenses when it, when it comes to uh, research material and then equipment and also uh, travel. I'm going to be uh, attending the Mid-Michigan Paracon this year. Uh, November 4th and 5th, Saturday and Sunday. And that's at the uh, uh, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. So, um, looking forward to that. Uh, making some recordings there of myself. And then, uh, depending on who wants to join me there, uh, possibly others as well. So, and then I'll share those on shows once I get back. So, I think that covers everything. Uh, and I can get onto the stories here. And uh, it's kind of funny. I've, I've, uh, because of that week off that I took and everything, I, um, I don't really remember these stories probably as well as I would if I had just found them on the same day. So uh, we'll see how that, uh, how that goes. But um, getting to the stories here, this first one says, I was sitting at a table on the patio of a restaurant in a city on a beach with a, a boardwalk and a bike path. I met my friend there for lunch. 
I noticed a man seated alone at a table in the corner close to the bike path. He wore sunglasses, a standard t-shirt, and shoes. The man and I, and I made eye contact for a minute. He smirked at me. The man's table had no utensils, menus, or water glasses or plates. My heart started racing, and I got goosebumps. I thought about asking my friend about the man, but then didn't. When I looked again, the man was gone. I, didn't, I don't know what to think about this experience. I told another friend about it after the, the fact. They joked that it might have been a time traveler observing me. I did feel like I was being observed, which makes me shiver whenever I think about it. And that's where that story ends. Um, I wonder what that, if it was some kind of apparition. And that can include, I mean, to me anyway, if something is appearing out of nowhere, that can include time anomalies. Um, or it also, I wonder about if the smirk wasn't so much an evil thing as it was a indication that they they weren't expecting to be seen by anyone. Um, and so it was sort of like, yeah, you caught me. That kind of a deal. Um, but I, I don't know. It does seem like, I'm guessing, the writer was pretty sure that the, the man couldn't have gotten up and gotten out of there without being heard or seen. So it sounds like he just was there. I'm guessing he was just there um, out of nowhere, basically, he might not have been there when, when the fr the writer got there with their friend and then just was there and then wasn't. Uh, that's how it sounds to me anyway. And that is odd. Um, but what to make of it, I don't know, other than just those things. Um, I don't know why that figure would be observing anyone, but whenever it comes to sort of that kind of situation, uh, it's hard to tell, so, but, um, it's really amazing how that figure was just there and then gone, and I'm guessing, if it was at a restaurant, I guess it would depend on the kind of restaurant, where some restaurants, they basically let the people go up to the restaurant and get their food and everything, and then, so in other words, there might not be staff there going in and out of that area depending on the kind of restaurant it is. But, because uh, I was just thinking if it was, um, if the guy was really there physically, then maybe someone from the staff of the restaurant would have gone and seen him there. Maybe um, there's another story that we're not hearing about from one of the workers at the restaurant who saw that the corner table was empty and then all of a sudden there was a guy there. And then not long after, before they could go and and ask what the guy wanted to eat or drink, he vanished. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. I always, I always wonder about that with these stories now because of um, sort of just it's a thought that came to me uh, after thinking about and, and telling uh, one of my own experiences um, that I had, and I've told it before. It was the, the one where I used to walk to this restaurant right here in town where I, I live, and... Um, it closed a while ago, but I used to walk there and meet my family there 
every week just about for lunch. Um, once it got to be spring, for basically from spring all the way up until just before winter started. Um, and I, so I, I knew this route that I took to get there really well. And I knew it always took me 10 to 15 minutes, depending on traffic and weather and just all those things. This one day I was walking over there and I sort of went into this trance while I was walking where I wasn't really thinking about what I was doing. Sort of like a meditative trance, I guess. I don't know. But, um, and so I went into that as I, just after I had crossed the street onto the main street, I was going to be walking down to get there. And it's a back street. It's it's a it's a side street. It's not really too active. But um, when I came out of it, I was in the alley, right, uh, just a little ways away from that. So only a few minutes away from the restaurant, a couple minutes away from the restaurant. And I got there, and I was thinking, oh, I must have gotten here just in time, probably right on time. And I checked on my 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 phone on the clock on my phone, and I had gotten there in five minutes. And I don't know how that happened. I really don't. I don't, I, I've never, there are no other times where I've ever gotten to that restaurant in less than 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, and I don't try to walk too fast because I'm legally blind and I have no depth perception. So um, running, I, I don't, I don't really like the idea of running anywhere because I can't see what's on the ground or how, what the ground is doing. So I don't know how I got there that fast that day, except for maybe some kind of a, a, a time anomaly or teleportation or something that happened while I was in a meditative state. And my reason for telling the story is under uh, to this day. What did, was there anyone else in the area? Let's say in their their houses or outside of their houses that I didn't see that saw me basically vanish. Or appear to stretch out into a blur that, almost like what you see in movies when they want to show that someone is going really fast, where the image will just stretch out in a blur and then be gone. Did they see that? Um, I don't know, because I never heard anything about it. And there was a side street, so there wasn't anyone there that I really knew. So I have no idea. But... um. So now whenever it comes to these stories, I always wonder about that. When they're out in public, I wonder, what do other people see? So, anyway. Uh, moving on to the next story here. Let's see here. This one says, Many years ago, I had a friend who walked with a cane, moving at a slow pace. Uh, slow and predictable pace, sorry. I lived in a second-story apartment, accessible by walking down a balcony to the front door. When my friend visited, his distinct footsteps and cane were easy to hear on the stairs and balcony, so that I always knew when he came over. Unfortunately, my friend passed away, and his death caused me to have insomnia for a time. Not long after he had passed, I started hearing the same uh, distinct footsteps and cane sounds outside the front door at exactly 3 a.m. 
At first, I thought it was my imagination, but it continued happening for the next three nights. I even checked the front door during some nights, but saw nothing and ruled out pranksters. I think that it was the ghost of my friend wanting to visit a few more times. And that's where that story ends. And it could be that. Um, but also, I wonder, um, depending on how long the person, the writer, lived there, and how often their friend visited, I wonder if that couldn't also be a residual uh, of, of that that event happening on a fairly regular basis. Now, it is odd. The writer didn't say that the friend would visit at 3 in the morning, which would be an odd time to visit, uh, unless they were nocturnal. Um, I know a bit about that kind of a schedule. Um, but also, I wonder if it was more of just the friend somehow being present at that time, wanting to show that, hey, I'm okay. And making those sounds, um, basically those sounds maybe were meant to be a message that it's okay, I'm still basically here, I'm going about my business. And um, I don't know, it could, I, could, I think it could go either way with that. So, sounds are always amazing because um, I used to hear about sort of residual hauntings and at first I would always hear about just the images of, of things, of people. Um, but if you think about it, I mean, energy can be in different different ways, different frequencies, um, different, uh, and that, of course, that gets to vibrations or sounds. So I don't know why there couldn't be residual sounds. Uh, that took me years to kind of come to that, to figure that out, that that could be possible, maybe. So, uh, but it's hard to know, but I'm glad that everything calmed down after a few nights. If it was right after the the person had passed, then, yeah, it could could have been them still sort of around for that brief time. Um, again, who knows how that works, but uh, I don't I don't see why that couldn't have been the case, so... Uh, moving on to the next story here. This next one, let's see here. Yeah, scroll. There we go. Uh, this next one says, My husband and I went out for a walk one night. I saw a big, solid light in the sky through the trees. It was moving fast enough so that my husband didn't see it. I'm sure it wasn't a plane. Not long after, my husband saw a tall, slender figure in the road. It had an alien-like appearance, but my husband couldn't see it in detail, as it vanished quickly. I don't know what we saw, but it was odd to have two strange sightings in the same night. So that's the end of that story, and I just wanted to share that because that is really amazing. You have two different people that are next to each other that have different sightings of different things. But it sounds like it was in the space of, I mean, not long, short period of, t period of time, and they both things sort of were there and then vanished. And then if you take the light and the 
the the figure that was seen that almost sounds like a, a, a Hollywood movie of a version of Aliens, but then it doesn't because of the vanishing of the light, and it wasn't seen landing or going up, and this figure was alien-like, but also it vanished so quickly that the husband did not get to um, basically make out more of what it really was. So, I have no idea what was going on there. Um, I would just classify that as just paranormal. Can't even say UFO or alien or ghost or orb or whatever. There's just... Both of those things seem to have happened so fast. But, um, that it's just hard to say what was going on there. Um, but yeah, really amazing sighting there. I wonder, uh, they don't see that where they're at and everything, but I'd wonder about the history of the area and all of that. Um, it is amazing how many stories you hear about weird things happening in and around forests and woods and, and even just on um, on trails, on walking trails or bike trails. Uh, it's just, there's so many stories. And not just of cryptids or whatever, but just of ghosts and lights and all different kinds of things. So... Uh, moving on to the next story here. Let's see. <clears throat> this one says, uh, This happened at my house in early 2022. The lights were off in my dining room, but there was a light on in the kitchen that also lit up part of the dining room. Uh, dining area. I noticed a phone-like screen light in the dining room. The screen light moved around, and then it fell downwards, as if someone was holding it and putting their arm down while still holding it. Then I saw a visible dark shadow figure sorry, getting down from a seat in the dining room. At first, I thought that... Maybe it could have been my sister. So I called out to her, but got no response. I was frightened and turned on the brighter kitchen light to get a clearer view of the dining room and found no one there. All of the doors in that part of the house were closed, including my sister's bedroom door, which made it impossible for someone else to be there. I was fully awake not tired, or experiencing any eye strain. I'm still not sure what happened, or what I saw. That one is um, really amazing. It's a wild one to me, because you have, and I don't mean this as a joke, but it sounds like a shadow figure that is holding something that could almost be called a cell phone. Um, or at least that's the, the appearance that it gave off to the writer, to the experiencer there. And I really wonder about that. Was it some kind of a, a situation where it was someone from another time or another dimension that had some kind of a device that would look almost like a cell phone that gave off that kind of light um, and was just sort of there looking around 
maybe not even paying attention to where they were pointing the, the, the phone. Um, and then they happened to put their hand down or put their arm down so it, the light went out of view and then got up and got out of there. But again, that is just amazing. I've never heard of almost what you might be able to call like a, a ghost uh, a ghost phone sighting, a ghost cell phone sighting. Um, whether or not it was a device of any kind or if the figure was just somehow giving off that light. Um, I wonder about that. I think that um, if you're trying to figure out what's going on and you're seeing something strange, uh, I don't doubt that they saw like a rectangular light, almost like a cell phone. Because uh, they're having reports of that, of, of sightings of usually larger versions of that, though. Usually it's like a door-sized light. But, um, so I don't doubt that there could have been a light like that. But also, I could see why the writer would maybe equate that as being a cell phone uh, screen. So, I don't know. That one really just, I have no idea what that was. Unless, again, it was some kind of a time or dimensional overlap or something. Um, alternate, who knows, alternate universe, parallel, whatever. And there was really someone there that was, for whatever reason, appearing to the writer, and the writers in this level of reality or whatever. Um, and they were seeing, the writer was seeing, the person, a person with a phone. And the shadow was the person that was just holding the phone and looking around. Maybe the, the place changed in appearance. Maybe there was some other person, again, somewhere else. Um, but in that same building. And looking around and thinking, wow, this place looks different. Why does this look different? And that's why sort of they, they were, it appeared like they were, had been on their phone. But then they put the phone down to maybe look around, and then it vanished, or got up and left, and vanished, basically. Um, I, I have no idea how, how that, would, that would work, but that really is odd. Um, so, yeah, I don't know with that, with, with that story. Uh, going back to the first story, um, PDG in the, ch in the chat says, I think our loved ones check on us to make sure we are okay. First story. Yeah, definitely. I've had a couple experiences with that as well. So, um, yeah, interesting, neat stories tonight. I'd forgotten about these, like I said. Haven't looked at them. I looked at them this morning just for a little bit, but, uh, but yeah. So that last one, though, really, I I'm, my mind is stuck on that one, so... Um, but yeah, it could have been a loved one, someone just, maybe even a distant relative, someone that knew the writer as a, a baby or a toddler that the writer doesn't even know, um, doesn't remember. And the person, the guy just stopped by and to check on the person and didn't expect to be seen and then was at this restaurant there. Um, but, uh. Yeah, it's hard to say. And then it was just didn't didn't want to be bothering anybody, so just left. Uh, again, no no plate, no no obvious signs of them wanting to to be eating or drinking at a restaurant like you normally would. So, and it's, it does seem like they just appeared and vanished. 
But, um, yeah, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.